Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. There are more Jewish people in New York than any other city in the country by far. It is a Jewish center of commerce, and uh, it is the second, I think, most authoritative Jewish city next to Tel Aviv. Jerusalem is obviously a symbol of the Jewish religion, but the political power is in Israel's capital. Now, there's been a lot of uh, anti-Semitic stuff thrown around. And I'm getting letters about where, where did this all start? Where did the anti-Semitism begin? Well, in the early part of Christianity, it was believed by some that the Jewish Sanhedrin in Jerusalem wanted to kill Jesus, which was true. And because of that, the Romans actually executed the Nazarene, but because the Jewish authorities were so adamantly opposed to Jesus, some anti-Jewish feeling grew up in Christian precincts. But it wasn't until the Dark Ages and medieval times in Europe that anti-Semitism really flowered. And it's very interesting why. In the Christian religion back then, you were not allowed to lend money to anybody with interest. Simony, it was called, and it was a grave, grave sin. So the only money lenders in Europe were Jewish and a smattering of Asians, but there weren't many Asians in Europe at the time. So Jewish merchants set up shop in the big cities and lent working people, mostly Christians, money. And when those people couldn't pay it back, the Jewish lenders took legal action. That caused a major problem for the image of Judaism. Now, it's unfair if you have a money lending business and you give money under a contract to someone and that person doesn't pay you back, they're actually stealing from you. So you have a right 
if you're operating in a legal fashion, which most Jewish merchants were, to regain your money without being the object of hatred. But that's not the way the world works. The powerful people and the Chinese fit into this category in Asia. Chinese merchants were always far, far ahead of many people, and there was a lot of jealousy. You add to that that Jewish customs were so different than Christian customs, and you have that kind of a situation, too, in Europe. So anti-Semitism took root, and obviously we saw the extremism that Central Europe, not only Germany, brought in the 20th century toward Jews. Remember, World War II was in the 1930s and 40s. That's not that far away. And it wasn't only the Nazis who were persecuting the Jews and murdering the Jews. In almost every European country, there were people sympathetic to the Nazis. And Ukraine, countries like that, Romania, the Iron Guard, they hunted down Jews. The Russians were the worst. The Russians put Jewish people in pogroms. So anyway, that is not gone from the planet. And that's where anti-Semitism lives in those kinds of terrible mindsets. Because you don't persecute a race. And the Jewish people themselves are entitled to protection, not only in Israel, but in the United States as well. They are a minority. There are very few Jewish people on the planet. And those of us in the majority, Christians, we have a duty to defend our Jewish brothers and sisters. It's a duty. It's in the theology. So I hope I've clarified this a little bit. If you have any further questions, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com. Name in town, please, so I know you're a real person. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.